27. Joseph Stanley here with Root at 27, a podcast ministry of Red House Baptist Church. And we have Shama Loradon behind the camera, and uh, he handles our directing and editing. Uh, we're glad that you're listening in today. We have an exciting uh, topic for today, but before I get started, I want to remind you the reason and uh, we have this podcast and, and kind of my goal for 2021. Uh, if you listen to last week's show, I talked about uh, us becoming more biblical minded Christians where we have a biblical worldview or uh, also having an understanding of, you know, we say what we believe as Christians and we hear a lot of things uh, preached, but we don't always understand why. So we want to have the foundational truth that backs up. Uh, what we say and what we believe, and then we want to see that develop uh, practically in our everyday life. So it's not just um, us saying it and us going to church, saying oh, we, that's what we believe, but we want to live it out. And in order to live it out, we're going to have to know why we believe it and, and have an understanding of it that we can then apply to our lives. Uh, for today's discussion, I'm happy to be joined by Dwayne Abrahamson, and he is a minister of students, minister of students and recreation, and recreation <clears throat> here at Red House Baptist Church. And uh, if you've watched our shows in the past, he's been on before, and we, and typically we do like an introduction of learning about the person if it's a first time guest. But since Dwayne's been on uh, <laughs> before, we don't we'll skip the introduction. If you want to learn more about him, you can. Uh, go back and watch our past episodes where he's on, been on before. But we're glad and uh, thankful for you to be on uh, today to join on the in on the discussion. Uh, how's your uh, new year been going? So, so far, far, so good. About five days in. Five days in. And you have a good Christmas. And we did. We had a great Christmas. That's good. Uh, what is your uh, thoughts for the new year? What is like like ministry wise? What are you thinking about for students? And well, we're hoping to be able to get back to doing some things we were not able uh, to do last year um we're hoping to be able to go on our summer mission trip uh, this summer uh we're hoping those are able to take place because uh, those are very important to the spiritual growth of our our students uh we're uh planning on having upward basketball uh kind of a modified season but we're uh, hopeful in starting that in february so uh we are planning to do uh ministry still and uh, I mean, it's challenging, but but uh, I think so far so good, and uh, I look forward to what God has in store for twenty twenty one. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be full of surprises. Absolutely, but we know we can be prepared for that. That's right. Uh, well, today's discussion, uh, I know I talked to you about it, and to fill in the viewers and those listening in, and what my thoughts are behind this. Um, if you've sat in church any time at all, or you've listened to a preacher or a Sunday school teacher, you've heard him talking mm -hmm. about bringing glory to God, yeah. glorifying God uh, with their life that is very important. And, and we talk about it all the time in, in our praise and worship, <clears throat> in the preaching, living lives that bring uh, glory to God or glorifying God mm -hmm. with their lives, however you want to phrase it. And I think back of the, the scripture there in 1 Corinthians 10, uh, 31, that tells right. us whatever we do, do everything for the glory of God. So if that's something that we as Christians are responsible mm -hmm. to do everything for the glory of God, uh, I think it's important we understand what that means because sometimes we we hear it mm -hmm. and we say, yeah, we want to bring glory to God, but in all honesty, we don't have a clue what we're talking about. I know I didn't when I began to think right, about it. Right. Uh, so it's good, I think, for us to kind of look <clears throat> at this subject and as I talked to you earlier about, think about why we believe this, what what it really means uh, 
You know, in the Westminster Confession of Faith, they ask, what's the chief end of man? It's to bring glory oh, absolutely. to God. And so that's very important to the Christian faith, uh, bringing glory to God. So I just, just to start out, what does that mean when we say bring glory <clears throat> to God? Well, Joseph, you're exactly right. I mean, to give God glory, it's at the heart of the Christian life. That's what we were created to do, as God said in Isaiah 40. Uh, three seven, and that's what we're called to do, as you mentioned in First Corinthians ten thirty one. But we really struggle in wrapping our minds around what does it mean to give glory to God. But I think we need to begin with what does the word glory mean, and go from there. I think that needs to be the foundation because glory is to, it refers to the weightiness of God. It refers to the greatness of God. It refers to uh, the presence of God, even. And so God's glory, in essence, is His very nature. And so I think something that, that we might want to think about, if God has all the glory, how do we give him glory? I mean, how, how do we give him something he already yeah, has and doesn't need yeah. more of? Already he possesses, absolutely. Uh, so to give God glory doesn't mean that we add to his glory, because we can't add anything to who God is. But, but it means that we simply acknowledge his greatness that we acknowledge who he is, that we express his worth, that we give him the praise and the honor that that he alone deserves and is due because of who he is and because of what he's done for us. And so I think that's what it means to give God glory. As it says in First um, Chronicles 16, 28 and 29, ascribe to the Lord all you families of nations, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength, ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Would you say it's it's almost a, a uh, confession confession by Christians recognizing God for who he is? Absolutely. I was reading, I was reading an article and it said it's, glory and praise is different. Usually we mm-hmm. combine them right. together, but quite a bit different. Praise is, you know, us, we're praising God. We're saying who God is mm-hmm. and we're, we're worshiping him mm-hmm. because, you know, what God has done for us in our right. lives because of the blessings. But we're bringing glory to Him. We're essentially saying, uh, God. We're we're looking at God. We're recognizing Him for who He is. And Absolutely. We're, we're confessing it. Right. That you know God is all powerful. God is almighty. God. Mm-hmm. God is perfect. God uh, is sovereign over all. Right. It's uh, really a, a recognition of who He is. Right. Uh, and it's nothing like you said. We can't add to God's right. glory. Right. But as created beings made in the image of God. Uh, for the purpose of worshiping mm-hmm. God, we should be bringing glory to Him, pointing our lives back, absolutely, back up to Him. So, as you said, glory, and you used that verse I read that earlier uh, in First Chronicles, First Chronicles. Believe, mm-hmm. about ascribing to God uh, glory and honor. Um, how can we do that and make sure we're doing that to Him alone? You, you know what I'm saying by that? Like sometimes right. we can. Uh, have other things in our lives mm-hmm. that takes our focus away, mm-hmm. and it almost becomes little gods and idols in our lives that right. begin to bring glory to those things and not to God. Right. Well, I think there are several ways we can bring glory to God, and as you said, recognize Him uh, for who He is. Uh, one way, as you mentioned, is to praise Him with our lips. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Psalm 63, 3 and 4, it says, Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. So when we do worship God, we bring glory to God, and and to worship God is to give worth uh, to God. So one way is we praise Him with our lips. We also can praise Him with our lives by living a, a life of obedience. John fourteen twenty three, Jesus said to His disciple, "Anyone who loves Me will obey My te- My teaching." So when we love God, we bring glory to God. 
And then we also bring glory to God through prayer. In John 14, 13, Jesus said, Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So we praise him with our lips. We praise him with our lives. We uh, glorify him through prayer. We also bring glory to God when we produce spiritual fruit. Jesus in John 15, 8 said, This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. And when we think of spiritual fruit, we obviously think of the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And then another way we glorify God is we use our spiritual gifts for God. In 1 Peter 4, verses 10 and 11, Peter wrote that we bring glory to God when we use the gifts we have from God for God. So God has given us gifts to use for Him, and when we use those gifts in His service and His kingdom, that gives glory to God, is what Peter said. We also glorify God when we remain pure in our words, in our thoughts, in our actions, as it says in 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20, how he says we are to glorify God with our bodies. So, so we are to love God with all our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength, as Jesus said in Matthew 22, 37, which is the greatest commandment. And when we follow that greatest commandment, we remain pure in our words, our thoughts, and our actions, and live a life that pleases God, that naturally is going to bring glory to God. That reminds me of uh, the verse that just got over to it. It says, In the same way, let your light shine before others so they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Uh, not that good works can save us, because they mm-hmm. can't. But once we become uh, Christians mm-hmm. and, and, we, and we have a relationship with the Lord, then good works should be being produced in our lives. Like Absolutely. You said, if that's in word and thought... In every part of our lives, so if, if our words are bringing should bring glory to God, then that's uh, a way our, we're shining our lights, and mm-hmm. that's good works. If right. we're serving others, if we're helping uh, someone in need, or if we're just being a servant to where in whatever area God calls us to, that should be bringing glory to God. Absolutely. But if we look at the negative way, when we're not doing good works, mm-hmm. when we're not uh, following God's commands, we're not living a life of obedience. We're not bringing to God to Absolutely. glory anymore, are we? Right? No, you're not. You're either bringing glory to God or you're not bringing glory to God. There's no middle road, as you said. And and when we focus our thoughts on the things of God, and when we focus on the Word of God, we live for God and bring glory mm-hmm. to God. And I think of Colossians three two, where Paul says, "Set your mind on the things above, and not on the things of this world." So, so it is through li- living an honorable life. And, and I like the verse that you read, Matthew 5, 16, because that's, that's one verse I had written down as well, is let your light shine before men so it may glorify your Father in heaven. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's what we're created for and called to do, as you mentioned earlier. Absolutely. Sometimes I think of the example I've seen before. We, we have this light we're supposed to be shining mm-hmm. before men. But when we allow sin to come into our lives, it's like a flashlight. The flashlight's mm-hmm. turned on, the sh- light's shining, but it's like you're taking a black cloth and putting it over top of the flashlight. Right. So then you're not shining the light. You're not bringing glory to God anymore because sin is overshadowing mm-hmm. what that light is. But when when we remove sin from our lives or actually allow God to remove the sin from our lives, we're shining that light, and then we're bringing glory to God Abs- on the all in the uh, same way. I want right. to ask you this. Uh, you said earlier we can with our mouths. Do you think even in uh, worship and, and singing and uh, speaking of the things of God, can we bring glory to God? And is that is that a way we do that? 
through our worship. Yes, yes absolutely. Worship. As long as our as long as our words match our our lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus even told the Pharisees, "You honor me with with my with your lips, but my but your heart is far from me." Mm-hmm. And and so if you come to work corporate worship and you're singing praises to God, but you're not living for God, you're you're not bringing glory to God at all. Um, so yeah, but if your heart is right with God and you are worshiping Him in the genuinely for who He is and what He's done, then you are bringing glory to God because you're recognizing His greatness and His worth. So you're saying we can come to church, we can sing the praises, we can mm-hmm. set that time aside. We're saying, yeah, we're going to go worship God. We're going mm-hmm. to hear the sit in the preaching of the Word. We're going to sing the songs of praise. You know, we're going to be involved in the worship service. But that's not enough if we're not living it out. Absolutely. In our lives. Yes. So, so we can't get have the idea. Well, I went to church today. I sang the songs. I glorified God today. It's it's not really if it's not overflowing in every other part of our yeah, life. Yeah. Just because you go to church doesn't mean you glorify God. Yeah. You really glorify God in how you live your life, mm-hmm. Monday through Saturday, not what you do on Sunday morning. Sunday morning should be a result of how you lived your life on Monday through That's Saturday. Good. Yeah. Exactly. Because uh, oftentimes people have the idea that. The worship and that's it. You right. Know, that's worship. Right. But we can actually worship God through the week as well, wouldn't you say? Yeah, well, Romans 12, 1 says we are to be living sacrifices, and Paul says, which is your reasonable act of worship. Mm-hmm. So worship is not just singing praise to God. It's living for God. Worship is, and I'm sure you've heard this, is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's how you live for God. And if you worship God with your life and you worship Him with your lips, then you will bring glory to God. I think of Job, you know, the story, mm-hmm. he lost everything. And when it all came down to it, it didn't he didn't curse God. He didn't no. cry out. It says he he, he rent his garments, he put the ash upon his mm-hmm. head, the symbol of mourning, and he bowed down and he worshiped God mm-hmm. there. Right. So uh it isn't always we're in this when we're bringing glory to God, when we're worshiping God, uh, like Job, Job brought glory to God and worshiping God in mm-hmm. the darkest time of his life. Absolutely. Uh, when we're bringing, when we say, let's do bring glory to God in everything we do, uh, that's on the mountain and in the valley. Wouldn't you agree? That's each part of our lives. We can we can bring glory to God in sickness and in health. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's exactly right, and I think. A great example is the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think of the life of Jesus, there was never a moment where he did not glorify God. Uh, he was totally devoted to God the Father. He was totally devoted to his will. Every word, every thought, every action that Jesus did, it brought glory to God the Father. Even when he was tempted in the wilderness through that temptation, he brought glory to God because his focus was on God. And he quoted scripture, if you remember, all three times he was tempted by Satan in the wilderness, he quoted scripture. So his focus was was not on the temptation, but his focus was on on scripture. Mm-hmm. And so I do think you're right. I think we are to give God glory regardless of what's going on. When Jesus went to the cross, he gave God the glory. He said, not my will be done, but your will be done. And when we follow God regardless of and and, and live for God and worship God regardless of what's going on in our lives, that brings glory to God, absolutely. I think recognizing even when Jesus is going to the cross, that's that was God's will, so He was mm-hmm. willing to do it. If if God was glorified in it, He was willing to follow absolutely. that will. Sometimes we don't like God's will because it's not going along with our schedule right. and our plans. But if it brings glory to God, mm-hmm. 
then let it be. You know, that right. should be our attitude. If right. it doesn't bring glory to God, then take it out of my life, God. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we, it, it sounds easier than it when it comes to actually doing it. Right. Sometimes it's a little difficult. Uh, it, it is. To be practical in our own lives. Uh, I said it earlier about, you know, the what and the how, but why do we bring glory to God? Why should we want to do that? And I guess we kind of talked about that earlier with pointing to God, but what's your thoughts? Well, I think we should desire to bring glory to God simply because of who He is and what He's done. Mm-hmm. I mean, He is, as you mentioned earlier, all-powerful. He is, you know, omnipotent, omnipresent, om- omniscient. He is all-knowing. He is everywhere. I mean, God Himself said several times in Isaiah, there is no God like me. He has no equal. And and we should be willing to give God the praise and the worship that he deserves. And, and our lives should reflect him mm-hmm. and, uh, and reflect his glory. Um, also because of what he did on the cross. I mean, if, if Jesus did nothing else for us, he did enough when he went to the cross. That should be enough for us to give him glory because of the... Uh, you know, the ramifications of him going to the cross and what that meant for us, giving us forgiveness, giving us eternal life, giving us a relationship with God, giving us peace with God, giving us hope, giving us joy. Uh, We couldn't have any of that without what Jesus did for us. And because of what God did for us in sending his son to die for us, that should be enough for us to want to give God glory with our lips and with our lives. Yeah, I think um, earlier we was talking about, uh, you were saying about giving God glory with your lips and your lives. Uh, but if we, as Christians, know where God has brought us from, mm-hmm. and if we really say we believe that God, all those things mm-hmm. I listed earlier, that God is sovereign, that right. God is omnipotent, all power, all mm-hmm. knowing, all of those things, if we really believe that deep down in our hearts, and then we also really believe that this Bible is true, mm-hmm. then uh, the command is there and the idea, the teaching to bring glory to God is there. Mm-hmm. And then it te- tells us practically how we can do that in our own lives. Then we as Christians should want to follow uh, and bring glory to God. That's a reason why. Absolutely. As you said, because we know who he is, we know what he's done, and we know what his word says. Mm-hmm. Those three things equal together a Christian, if they really are genuinely saved and they really have mm-hmm. a relationship with him, they really love the Lord, uh, they should have desire to bring glory to God. And mm-hmm. sometimes I think people think, um, especially Christians, they get this, uh, people in the world may accuse them that they're just trying to, uh, you know, be too serious. They're just trying to be stuck up. Mm-hmm. They're just trying not to live life and have fun. But for me personally, if it's uh, avoiding a sin, avoiding something that the world, you know, says is okay, but right. the Bible says is wrong, in my heart, I know if that's not going to, that action is not going to glorify God, mm-hmm. uh, not because I want to look like I'm perfect, that's not why I choose not to do that action. Right. It's because I know it won't bring glory to God, and I know God won't be pleased with me. Right. So it's it's not the idea that Christians say they want to be perfect, just, you know, so they mm-hmm. can point at everyone else, say, oh, you're you're wrong and you're bad. It's more about our relationship with God than it is how our standing with other people look. Yes. I mean, our ultimate desire should be to please God and not man. Paul mm-hmm. said that I'm not here to seek man's approval. I'm here to seek God's approval. And that's exactly how we should live our lives as well. And when we seek God's approval and not man's, we will 
the natural result will be bringing glory to God. Yeah, I think uh, last night I was thinking about this. Sometimes it looks, bringing glory to God, sometimes we get this idea, it looks different for every person. Mm -hmm. uh, the teenager who avoids alcohol and, and, and drugs could be bringing glory to God by saying no to sin and no to right. things that are wrong. Or the 90-year-old widow who's can't get out of the bed and move could bring glory to God, not that she's being tempted with those right. sins, but by simply allowing the joy of the Lord to show forth in her mm -hmm. life. Because she's a testimony that you can have joy and peace and gladness, even in the midst of pain and in circumstances that you don't uh, necessarily like. So I think it looks different for each individual, but the, the concept is still there, the right. worship and praise. Although, like I said, for a teenager and a 90-year-old widow, it might look different, but they can both realize, and uh, we can all examine our own hearts mm -hmm. and say, how are we bringing glory to God right now in our right. in our lives? It's not just uh, how Dwayne's doing it, and Dwayne's not doing it right. It's how Joseph Stanley is doing it. I mm -hmm. look at my own heart, saying, am right. I bringing glory to God? You know, we understand the why and the how and the what of it, but are we actually applying it to our lives and living it out? When the Bible says uh, to do everything uh, to the glory of God, uh, does that mean, and this is going to be a silly example, <laughs> even if we're eating uh, ice cream and cake, can we bring, bring glory to God mm. in that situation? Especially if you're eating ice cream and cake. <laughs> Nothing better than bluebell ice cream. <laughs> yes, I'm giving God glory. <laughs> so we can. Well, well no, I mean, yeah, I, I know you're what you're saying, but but yeah, even when you're eating, uh, you can give God glory and and thankful that you have that food in front of you to eat. Uh, There's another time we can like say we're taking a time off today, and we this this hour God isn't involved with our lives anymore. Right. God is still present, even whether someone's at their job or is at home or going to bed, God is still present. They can find ways to bring glory to God, although right. it might not look like something you do while you're in church, that you're singing right. a worship song and raising your hands, walking around your job. Mm -hmm. Obviously, people probably right. appreciate that. Right, but that then in that case, it would just be living for God, yeah. doing what's right, living honorably. Uh, you know, let your light shine mm -hmm. That in, in that situation. Yeah, I mean, giving glory to God doesn't mean you walk around singing all the time that probably people would be annoyed with that, <laughs> especially if I was singing. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but I think, I think really it's, it's about living your life for God is what brings glory to God. When you are surrendered to the will of God and the word of God, you are going to bring glory to God. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, there's no, there's no other result except glory to God when you're living for him and according to his word. I think of uh, this verse I read yesterday in First uh, Peter four eleven. I don't know if you read it earlier. I had that down too. If as anyone one. speaks, let it be as one yep. who speaks God's words. If anyone serves, let it be from the strength God provides, mm -hmm. so that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ in everything. Mm -hmm. To Him be the glory and the power forever, and right. ever. So it makes me think. Uh, okay, if we're if we're serving, if if we're anything we do. We have to realize we're relying on God. Right. We have to give Him recognition. It's not even as you and I sit mm -hmm. here and discuss these things. It's not that we're doing it in our own strength. Right. I know myself. I can't do anything on my own, but I'm relying on God, and I I recognize that, and I can bring glory to God in recognizing that I'm relying on His strength to mm -hmm. do anything in life. Absolutely. Uh, how about in in service and serving others? Can we bring glory to God in that that way? What are some thoughts in there? Um, I think. Giving of ourselves 
Uh, if we give generously of ourselves to others, uh, I think that glorifies God when we put others first and we seek seek the good of others. Uh, Romans 12.10 says, Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Mm-hmm. So when we put others above ourselves, when we desire to meet the needs of others, even before our own needs are met, we are showing uh, love to them when we're reflecting the glory of God. I mean, to reflect the glory of God simply means you're representing God also. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think of the verse in Hebrews 13, actually Hebrews 1, sorry, Hebrews 1, 3, it talks about Jesus. He is the radiance of his glory, meaning God, the exact expression of his nature. And he sustains all things by his powerful word. I mean, that verse says that Jesus is the radiance of God, the reflection of God. He's He's the representation of God. Jesus himself was. And, and Jesus relied on God during his earthly ministry. Uh, you know, he emptied himself, it said in Philippians. You know, and so he, even though he's 100% man, 100% God, he relied on, he did nothing without the permission and the authority of the Father. And so he was submitted to the will of the Father throughout his entire life and ministry. And I think that's what God desires for us to do as well. And just like Jesus, we need to, to put others first and, and to meet their needs, realizing that, that we live in a world that's lost and, and without hope. I think the idea of, uh, I read this as well, self-sacrifice mm-hmm. really brings glory to God. If, if we're going to reflect Christ in our lives, we know that He he humbled Himself and yes. came obedient to death, even right. death on the cross, Philippians 2 tells us. And, and even all throughout His ministry, He did not seek uh, to be number one, to be, right. be first in everything. Instead, he he let God be glorified in his life, and he lived a life of lived a life of self sacrifice, mm-hmm. and then he died upon the cross and paid the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. Right. But uh, we can reflect that in our lives by being humble, by not always having to be number one in every mm-hmm. situation, or not always, you know, they can go look at me, look what I'm doing. Right. Instead. Bringing, uh, helping others, uh, you know, giving praise to other people that, that's around us, that we're pointing the, the attention away from ourselves and ultimately we're pointing it to God. Uh, and I think also the idea that Jesus said, and we all know it, do unto others as mm-hmm. uh, you would have them do unto yourselves, is, is we're treating others with respect and honor and we're treating others kindly in the way God, Jesus treated people. Uh, I think we'll be bringing glory to God in that way as well. And right. we're denying ourselves, denying the flesh, because mm-hmm. naturally, sometimes we don't want to treat people well. Right. right. Sometimes we, we get angry, we're mad. <laughs> sometimes you just you don't want to deal with that. No. But if we're going to be bringing glory to God mm-hmm. in everything we do, we're going to be conscientious about it and thank it through our lives, uh, we're going to have to treat people the same way we would want to be treated and ultimately, we have to treat people the way Christ uh, would want us to treat them. And I think that's especially true because just as Jesus was a representation or a mm-hmm. reflection of God, we also are a reflection and representation of God, God since we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so we are to live like Jesus lived. And he himself said, I did not come to be served, but to serve and to give my life a ransom for many. And he said, if you're those who are last will be first. So even... The Christian life is about service. It's about putting others first. It's about loving others, as Jesus said in the second greatest commandment, love others just as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's very important that that through service, through ministry, through missions, we we do bring God 
glory because we're trying to show the love of Christ to those who need the love of Christ. Yeah, I think if we start with our idea that we want to bring glory to God, mm-hmm. our relationship with God is is, is in order, mm-hmm. then we're going to look at every opportunity God presents us with in Absolutely. line and say, is that going to bring bringing glory to God? Right. Is that an opportunity that I can point my life back to Him mm-hmm. and be a reflection of His image and bring glory to Him, recognizing Him uh, for who He is? Do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, I, I just just one one closing thought is that we are saved by the grace of God to reflect the glory of God. Mm-hmm. The whole purpose that, that Jesus saved us was to reflect the glory of God. And I think that's something very important we need to remember. Our purpose is to bring glory to God in all that we do. And we need to be surrendered to Him, His will, and His word. And when we do that, we will bring God glory. I think we can find ultimate fulfillment if we're living in that purpose. Absolutely. And when we try to step outside it, we're finding purpose in our lives, God's mm-hmm. will for our lives. But if we step into that purpose to we're saved and then to bring glory to God and we live for our creative purpose. Right. Uh, we're going to find ultimate fulfillment in our own lives. And it's not just about us, mm-hmm. but it's because we're bringing glory to God and we're living as God has uh, created us. That's so exactly we, right. We thank you uh, for uh, coming on today and, and having this discussion. I enjoyed it. Thank you for having uh, me. With me and, uh, Thank you for listening as well. If you have any other questions or comments for us, be sure to go to our Facebook page and leave a comment there. Uh, you can also subscribe onto the Apple Podcast app at Rooted27 uh, to hear all of our latest episodes. And uh, if you want to know more about uh, the ministries here at our church or about the student ministry, which uh, Dwayne is a part of, you can go to our website at redhousebc.com. Uh, we do thank you for listening today. Thanks again for watching. You can connect with us via our website at redhousebc.com or connect with us on social media by searching for Rooted27. Or you can also subscribe by searching D House Media RHBC on YouTube. Subscribe now. Thank you.